0: Is it time for Joe to go to
1: the list of topics? Stellar and dating. We've done that. I worked that one in earlier. Very good. Straight relationships versus gay relationships. Kind of touched on that a bit,
2: haven't we? A little bit. I mean, we can go into more depth if you want to.
1: Well, I don't know how to introduce it as a topic. like Because this whole conversation about how we're going to introduce it is being cut up. Oh, really? Mm. Well, fuck
3: you, Joe. I fucking hate you.
1: That will be used as a thing at the start. Huh?
3: but then if you don't include it in the actual thing then that's just baiting yeah people sit there for like an hour
1: yeah
3: wow
1: yeah wow I
2: didn't know joe was this kind of
1: editor
0: yeah
2: i mean i guess we can cut to um so you know how i said in the gay community that or not even just the gay community in just general preference of what's attractive about a man so you know how, so it's like, when I first kind of started noticing, it was about the V-line, and then after the V-line, it's about the dad bod, and then after the dad bod, it's like, the traps. Mm.
1: Um, I remember the traps bit very mm. well, yes.
2: Very impressive. And it's kind of very much relating to, again, porn, because um, I know you said that you don't really see many of those kind of, like, model-looking gay men having sex. They're never in my recommended. Which is, which I find very, very surprising. Because they very much heavily dominate in that kind of porn industry. In, in in practically almost every kind of like scene or scenario that you can picture of, there will always be that kind of like perfectly sculpted guy green who's guy. masculine. Yeah, greek guy. I'm trying um, to see
1: them more in straight porn. Really? And in gay porn, it's all just these average looking toothless goons. Could just be that, like, it costs a lot to get the people there and gay porn isn't as popular as straight porn. Mm. I don't know, because, oh. like, there's a lot of, like, gay jocks, let's call them, in the gay community. Mm. It's like, surely it can't be hard to find a gay jock to be a porn star. I wouldn't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as you were saying earlier, Robbie, a lot of times, supposedly, straight porn stars have to do gay stuff anyway as a requirement. You said no, that. that's true. No, you
2: said that. No, you said that. Fuck off. Well, I wouldn't say it's it's a requirement, but they need to be open to that avenue to, you know, to have a bigger income or a bigger career Mm. path. But uh, I do know like a lot of straight guys do kind of like just do those amateur porn videos, especially gay porn videos, just for the money. Um, You know, it's like, you know, one off. And that's kind of like how they get roped into (laughs) it. Yeah. I suppose I don't want to take
3: an easy job. I don't, I don't know fully what goes into the production of a pornographic
2: movie. I definitely wouldn't want to do it. But I mean, just imagine it, because very similar to a movie set. You have a director who's there do- telling you what to do. Is it I, do what? I
1: feel like I could direct uh-huh. porn. I think I could make it visually p- appealing. I, just don't want to, I don't want to be the camera guy. I don't want to be the actor. But I feel like I could direct some great fucking porn.
2: Mm. Well, I have to say, one thing a lot of guys that I have been with have like the one thing that I always find such a big turn on is dirty talking, especially in bed. But that's just something like what I don't. Know. I've always found it kind of awkward. Yeah, really? like so many people find it very, very awkward. They don't know what to say. They just it's, kind it's of almost like,
1: like role playing. Any any kind of dirty talk, depending. Well, I guess depending on how you get into it. Just kind of you know you get in the sexual mindset and kind of hope they are too. Mm. And like just saying something like. I want you so bad. Is that considered dirty talk? Or is that just I, I suppose. I mean.
2: Mm. That's kind of
1: like a start of it, I guess. Yeah. That's kind of like mm. the extent of it, like <laughs> But then you just like <laughs> declare what you're gonna do. I, I don't know if I could call someone like a dirty whore or something while fucking them.
0: <laughs> you need a shower. <laughs> even
1: if I was <laughs> even if I was fucking a dirty whore, I'd feel less inclined. Really? Because you won't want to offend the whore by calling you a dirty whore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh as much as whores are whores, they
2: don't like being reminded of it. <laughs> really. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. One thing I've always kind of like found incredibly, uh, like a really big turn on for me, and especially in bed, is like them telling me how good it feels. While... Yeah,
1: I don't know. If, but again, I don't know if I consider that dirty talk. That's just that's just keeping them updated.
2: Or it's, it's more kind of like you egging me on to do better, like not to do better. But what I'm doing is right.
1: Hmm, it's like saying, keep doing that, that bit's good.
2: Yeah. Without sound, sounding
1: so logical about it.
2: Yeah, it's quite. You're going to spin it into a sexy way. And then if you kind of want to kick it up a notch, then you can start getting into the rough, rough, rough shit. <laughs> rough, 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 Russian. Sorry, I i stutter a little bit when I'm talking about sexy.
0: Rough <laughs> shit.
2: I was trying to like figure out the correct word, but it's so just So give
1: us like from the beginning to the middle to like the final <laughs> evolution of Dirty
0: Talk.
2: <laughs> no, this this is gonna be saved for another another time when you when Ooh. you have your co-host. This will be Oh I like this s- sex stories with Vincent. This
1: is all gonna be because at the <laughs> moment we have like over three hours of material recorded. Just wow. obviously obviously it's all broken up. Mm. So like this may end up being like stretched out over two to three podcasts anyway and i want us to keep going because if it's going to fuck up the next time i'd rather to, like get it out now while it's <laughs> still working i want us to record as much as possible on, don't uh, give uh... in really
2: <laughs> I will hold on to my guns. If I start talking about it now, I won't have any ammunition to talk later. <laughs>
1: this is actually this is a classic thing which people hate that gets done on podcasts when they go, "Oh no, save that. We'll talk about that for a whole other podcast," and then they never come back to it. I'm certain. Come back to it. I mean, I'll make sure it comes back. it will come back. That's just, to, back to just to talking it. about it now. Why do you want to hold on to it? Why do you want to save it?
2: Because Joe, this is this is the podcast where it's just going to be me and you.
1: Oh, why is this? Just... Am I going to be
2: role playing? You'll be my little test subject. Roll oh playing God. with me.
1: It's going to be awkward. Is that <laughs> happened on a podcast?
2: Or cold I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I sometimes find it really exhilarating. I don't. It's not really having someone. Having Jay talk with a straight guy. It's not. Mm, <laughs> I was thinking more like, so you know how you might be uncomfortable doing it on a podcast? Um, Slightly,
1: yeah. Uh, just, just I don't know so it's
2: it's a it's a little bit of a turn on to not not in the sense that I enjoy voyeurism but it's more of like the the feeling this of the podcast is not here for you called. to get off to. <laughs> <laughs> oh jay
1: we've attracted a lot of like you know homophobic well assuming that we have any listeners or when people start listening the ones that stick around they're going to be racist sexist homophobic cunts I and we're them. going to lose them all from this episode when they see how LGBT-friendly <laughs> we are. They're well, going to be disgusted here's, here's thing by your thing heathen thing. ways, Vinny.
2: Here's the thing, Joe, is that when one door closes, when one door closes, a giant gay window will open. <laughs> giant gay window? What does that look like? An asshole. A giant gate window, yeah, basically an guy. asshole. <laughs> that has like, <laughs> just, just imagine like this golden archway that leads into an asshole.
1: <laughs> With, like, that's that's, that's, that's in fact, forget the gold and forget the archway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Well, we can move on to a different topic then if you're, a... you're, so, <laughs> you're so inclined. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll make a note. you got to schedule him in. Right,
3: you can put an alarm on your phone. dirty filthy I gay I feel like t- it,
2: will be a, it will be a good kind of comparison between what a gay, what a gay person such I as I... It's going to be an hour of me Mike. being
1: awkward on a recording.
2: <laughs> I don't know. We can get Mike to join in. Mike is always quite vocal. Same with Robbie. You want Mike to join in? I not think you and Mike had spoken that much. We've spoken a few times. I don't know. I feel like Mike is quite the macho guy. and It'll be quite kind of nice to like... To I don't know break him down with my gainers, give <laughs> in. It would be funny because he's
1: the he's the most not homophobic, but he says faggot the most, and he says the n word the most out of everyone on the server. He's the most out there. Like he's he's like the target demographic for this show almost. <laughs> so I do I do actually think. Let me let me put that. Let me write that uh, you two have to be on a show together.
3: I'll tune it for that one. That sounds great. Because
1: actually that will be that will be the third co host dynamic that I wanted where someone disagrees. Or at least there's gonna be some kind of clash there, I feel. A clash? Yeah, yeah. This will be, this is good. This is a good idea, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. It's just this is yeah. happening.
2: I was kinda of hoping it would just be me and you Joe, like having a clash moment, but you did say you were a bit. Well, shy. we can
1: do we can do one just to because like I'm, I, the plan is to keep doing these. Like we're not just going to stop at the end of the year or anything. So mm. you know we can do one just to us. We can do one with you and Mike. I need to do one with Mike and Connor again.
0: <laughs> uh, it's like a Christmas
1: <laughs> special. It's Connor's birthday today. I need to message him. Shout out to Connor. Happy mm. birthday, Connor! This was Happy
3: recorded birthday, on your birthday. Connor and
1: Phil of December
2: never even met you never even spoken to you but I have had you you talking and co-hosting with Joe
1: oh did you listen to that (laughs) yes I did (laughs) have you listened to the Mike episode as well then
2: is that how you know uh, he's macho well I've always known that he's quite macho he's got a macho voice he does have a very macho
1: oh I see you're into the Russian accent aren't you and he's Romanian so it's close enough (laughs) I I felt like you realised that halfway
3: through the sentence of saying like you're into the Russian fuck is Romanian
0: no
1: I knew where
2: it was going (laughs) oh yeah
1: I got it all planned out I got a script here I'm reading from
2: no does he pronounce his with a west sound
1: he says he doesn't no he speaks very good English oh but he still has a thick he has a thick accent but you can tell what he's saying and he's from Vampire Town he's from Transylvania see I've been he wants to suck
0: your dick (laughs) <laughs> I touch it.
2: no i'm just no just vampires in general being turned off from it from uh the whole twilight crap <laughs> he can be your whatever the fuck the guy's name is from
3: that, edward cullen oh my is that god it? yeah yeah probably edward cullen and you can be his i really shouldn't be what the fuck is a woman's name that's what yeah. i said
1: <laughs> We shouldn't both. We shouldn't have two people on the podcast, you know. And um, Jesus, oh, Well to be I fair, I just though, let many answer. I'll cut mine yeah. out. <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> if anything, oh. I'm pretty sure you outgamed me on so many different levels, Joe. Only
1: music. Joe is secretly gay, excluding Prince.
2: <laughs> oh, Prince, amazing, amazing Prince. Love Purple Rain.
0: I got one final topic we can talk
1: about as like our final one. Even mm-hmm. though I'm like, I'm beaming with energy now somehow. So I we'll see how long this lasts. Uh, not listener to comments, obviously. Okay. So, yeah. Diddy, you had a job interview recently. So I want to kind of get your opinion on this. Yes. I feel like everyone has their quote unquote dream job. Yes. But I, I kind of see it more as like, you've got your dream achievable job and then your actual job. Because my dream achievable job is the job that I currently do working in games. Oh, well, this industry, but higher up. I wanted to like be more of a mm. manager or something or like a main designer. So I'm leading mm. there, but I'm not there yet. But it's not my actual, it's not what I actually want. My actual dream job is to be like a personality, like on a panel shows or radio or whatever, which is why I'm doing a podcast. This is leading to that. Mm. It's beautiful. So what was, what was your interview for? And does it go into either of those categories, or is it just a job?
2: It was an interview for a digital marketing apprenticeship. Oh. It's, it's not exactly my dream job, but it's like, like you said, it's my achievable dream job. So yeah. I love working in, you know, with the media, social media in general, really, mm-hmm. um, as well as being creative, being able to influence the masses, and it was kind of like, in a sense, this kind of sense of power of manipulating, <laughs> <Okay. That> really, <laughs> almost like journalism, a <laughs> little bit like journalism. Putting your, but...
1: putting your English degree to use finally.
2: Oh wow! Okay, really? I was gonna say my dream job would always be being English, an author, huh. being able to you know publish. It's not I wouldn't say like big literary works. I, it's not my thing to to write massive long novels. I don't think I'd, I'd ever be able to do that. You're more of I a Stephen King it, kind of writer. Yeah. Sh- it's more, shit, tons it's
1: more... of shitty books.
2: What are you projecting here, Joe? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe, for believing in me. Um, but, I, yeah, I do... <laughs> more I think do...
1: it's Stephen King than you, <laughs> but...
2: <laughs> I know. But Stephen King is always going to be one of my favourite authors. It's because he packs so much detail. Shit, yeah. And so much kind of ingenuity in what he writes... Um, into such small books, pamphlets, which, in my opinion, especially in today's day and age, where people find more gratification in something that comes sooner than you know, being patient and reading things through the long way, you know. Dude, it's so hard getting through a long book, though. Yeah, it is. I, I will one hundred percent agree with that.
3: I own so many books; I haven't finished one of
1: them. I like it though, like. The longer books, you feel like almost like an achievement once you've finished it or when you're getting towards the yeah, end. And yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like, Oh my God, I'm so close. I've nearly you've done it. Motivation. But I'm still kind of sad when it's over. And I'm like, damn, this was a long book and it's, it's still That's finished.
2: It. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: But I mean, would you feel more proud being able to read, I don't know, three different short stories or short novels um, that are in-depth with the plots character development um, and general kind of storyline I think my issue is one really long one.
1: I'm quite a fan of TV shows because the story keeps going for way longer than movies do and I kind of look for that in my books as well. I want like long series and if it, if only, like, every year they'd bring out a new season of a book and it was, like, a series of books, like, coming out every week. Or something. I guess that's, like, comics and shit, but I don't mm. really give a shit about comics. I want to read a book. But obviously, that's a lot of fucking detail to produce, like, uh, in a in book form. That'd be mm. such a fucking writing job, can you imagine? <laughs> yes, it would be. What was your question?
2: I feel like I totally just, like, went away from it. My question, or, mm. or your question to me. It's your
1: question about long or short
2: books. Oh yeah, so it's like, would you find more achievement in being able to read like three shorter books, but just as difficult as reading one long book? Which one would you feel feel more achieved in?
0: Uh
1: I wouldn't feel more achievement from reading one or the other. It's just that when you're getting near the end of the book, I think it's you feel like, oh wow! I've, I as soon as I finish this book, I can say I've read this book. It's almost like a little. I guess it's like a milestone. Filled... Yeah, it is a milestone. Yeah, with every book it's... I read. <laughs> Less so if it's like a kids book, you know. <laughs> if I was reading a kids book, this one, I'd really.
3: I read the Hungry Hungry Caterpillar this it, evening.
1: It leaves my memory almost <laughs> immediately. Like when I when I read the Silmarillion, which is a book which I've been told is notoriously just horrible to read because it's mostly yeah. about like dates and facts and numbers of a world that doesn't ex- that doesn't actually exist. It's yeah. like all the background lore that gets cut out of the Lord of the Rings books because it's too in depth and not really necessary to know. But I actually really fucking loved it, learning about this world. It's now one of my favorite books. And because, especially because everyone said how hard it is to read, I felt an an accomplishment from finishing it. Yeah. Especially because I liked it. I almost felt superior in a way, elitist. (laughs) And I do love that feeling. I mean, I get Vinny's point regarding, like,
3: you know, would would you rather read some fully fleshed out shorter stories than like one whole thing so i feel like a lot of books do just try and reach a page count they'll be adding Mm, a lot of frankly unnecessary bits in i remember in college uh sometimes because i had like a four hour gap between my uh lessons i would go to the library and they had like i think it was just like little doctor who books too defo made for kids Mm. but they were like i don't know 50 100 pages i mean this is obviously a lot shorter than i i think Vinnie might be suggesting but it was still a full story mm. and it, mm. I still felt like I, I fully understood what happened and I was still entertained by it but mm. I liked that that was really digestible yeah you know, I, I didn't take the
1: books home or anything; I just read them like a, like an espresso shot of reading espresso yeah. shot of I, I like that because it's like I like tv series if there's like a short story like a t- like a Roald Dahl book for instance not like Charlie and Chuck Fetch I mean like Fantastic Mr Fox for example I know it's a kid's book, but it's the only like short book I can think of right now, but you can mm-hmm. read in like an evening. It's like it's almost like a, an episode kind of a short yeah. story that's long that you can read in like an evening, maybe two, and it's just like an episode of a se- a season of a series. Yeah. If that makes sense. I would l- enjoy that because I like TV series and I would like that in book form as well. Okay. But they'd have to be like real short, I guess. I mean, I, I haven't read a lot of Stephen King's books, so I don't even know how short those short stories are. Uh
2: Stephen King's books aren't typically that long. The only thing
1: I can think of to compare it to is Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a bit childish, but (laughs) that was a good book. I (laughs) love that book. That's my favourite book as a kid. I think it was a good book, whatever. I think I've read it so many times as well. Just because you can get through it in an evening because it's so short, but it is a full-fledged story. So yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, Yeah. And not even just with kids' books. You could do it with adult books. But it would have to be... I'd want more of it, you know, if it's an adult book. Yeah, Like if this one short story is like... Like a week in the life of XYZ. I'd want it I'd want more afterwards. Like, okay, well then what? But I guess that's true of any book, isn't it? You're always left wanting more. Yeah. Unless it's like an epic tale like Lord of Rings where it kinda has to end because I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. Because the writer died. Because the writer died. So yeah, so what, your dream job, to bring it back to the point, is that you are you are
2: supposedly unachievable or less achievable dream job being an author? Being an author, being a well-known author, and also yeah. maybe like winning the Man Booker Prize. The what? That'll be that'll be cool. Did you say Man, man Book? Man Booker Prize. That just I think it? it's called Man Booker. Yeah. Half yeah, man, half man, book. So the Man Booker Prize is basically given to someone who's written who's written a piece of literature that is worldwide recognised by like a board of. Um, judges I guess you could say um as well as by a is variety. This an
1: international award or is it like a it UK is, thing? Yeah.
2: it's it's an international
1: award it's just like the emmys or the oscars or whatever but for books
3: best original novel written in the english language and published in the uk and ireland it's there oh so that's what it's awarded for apparently but it just has
2: to be published there it doesn't have to have been like written there um and you also get a very big prize money for it as well <laughs> <laughs> oh, How big I'm are we right
3: talking? Now. 10
1: pound. Oh my God. Does that come in like a book voucher form as well? <laughs> Amazon <laughs>
3: gift card, Hermie. Um, what does this it say? Um, it's about 50,000. Fuck me. Hell yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. if you're going to win the prize, you probably have 50,000 pounds. Yeah. Oh my, another.
1: So are these books like uh, Harry Potter, Twilight. Uh,
2: they I don't think they. Why have I never
1: heard of this book award? Is this like a new thing in recent decades?
2: Um, It's been around for a while, I believe. So it's not as old as like Oscars or even Emmy Awards. But it's like, if you talk about like the oldest um, literature prize that you probably win, it's probably the Nobel Prize for Literature. Of which you'll probably win one billion, I think it was like one million euro, was it? Yeah.
3: Fuck yeah. Wait, but what
2: what did, what would you have to have achieved to get the Nobel Prize for literature? Ch- ch- sure, that's a big thing. Um, oh, I don't actually know what you need to do. I mean, this. I think it's write um, a saucy novel. You can win it for the sciences. You can win it for like Nobel Peace Prize. Um, I've forgotten her name now. Whoever it was, you know the 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 girl who was shot in the head for standing up against uh, terrorists. I've forgotten her name. So is the world. <laughs> it is it is well, it's clearly um, true, isn't it? It is clearly clearly true. But she uh Malala 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 Malala. There we go. Malala. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't Malala Mark Yusuf. with a with an accent. Yusuf, Yusuf. Malala <laughs> then... Did she
1: win the Peace Prize after death then?
2: No, she survived. She was... Oh, God. So she was... So basically, what happened was... I don't know if it was the Taliban. I know it was a terrorist group that stopped. So she, at the time, was like in her teens, like, 14 or something. And she was on a school bus going to school. That was stopped by the terrorists. And they got on the bus and asked... Or, like, fought her to, like, stand up. Because she was one of the advocates for women's education, um, women's rights. Um, she was a very, very... Um, very much for the women's movement and mm. so the terrorists are like oh can't stand this gotta kill her so they shot her in the head while on a school bus oh, and so she was she survived luckily and then she was flown out um to I don't know if it was uh France imagine being a 14
1: year old girl with so much attitude and influence that the Taliban have to fucking
2: target you. <laughs> and they miss <laughs> but she she is in in my personal opinion, she is such a big inspiration for so many people. Like, what? she is actually the same age as me. She's twenty three. What right are you doing with your
1: life, innit? I don't know.
2: <laughs> maybe you should move over to Syria or wherever this was, and
1: like get even. I know.
2: Maybe, maybe
3: I you should think. get shot in the head.
2: But yeah. She's the youngest person to win the Nobel Peace Prize. I think. It's How did she? What them. did she do to win it? Get shot in the head, or is that is that
1: just the beginning of her tale?
2: I think that's just the beginning of her tale because even after she got shot, she became such a bigger advocate and
1: she, yeah, she obviously
2: accomplished a lot prior mm.
1: i should say i can't remember if i brought this up or not uh on the podcast yet the reason the reason i got back into doing these podcasts by the way if anyone was wondering how i suddenly had the energy and the <laughs> motivation <laughs> to do it is because we were messaged the page was messaged by someone i should probably find out their name yeah, I'll find out their name. Let me give them a shout out because, like, we we talk a lot of shit about feminism and, like, giving women shit. Me specifically. Because it's funny.
2: But, like, seriously, like. <laughs> but here's the thing that like, you bring me in just to balance it out because I bring the tokenism <laughs> to this group.
1: <laughs> Listen to this, right? So, this was the only message we've received on the page. So, this was on the 3rd of November, 2020. Yeah. This is from Shreya pot carol i'm not pronouncing your name correctly at all but shout out to shreya fantastic hey are you using this podcast otherwise we want to use it me with my friend are doing a social enterprise based in south asia where we talk about topics which society generally asks us to be quiet about i
3: oh, know i feel like a
1: dick okay and this was this was very much for like women's rights in south asia <laughs> and then we released episode 1 feminism like <laughs> Because I replied saying, Hi Shreya, this podcast is still very much active, but we we wish you best of luck with your new project. And she was like, Oh, my bad. Thanks a lot anyway. You're fucking and, and then I was like, Oh me. shit, people are now messing the page because they want it, because obviously we've got a good name, you know, Don't Shush Me show.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, which would be great. Don't shush me it would be great for like a feminism podcast in the South South of Asia. That's gold, you know. It would be. I mean, I know it's gold because I came up with the name. But, <laughs> and I got there first Shreya But yeah, no, keep up the good work And I wish you all the best of luck but I do, And I do feel kind of bad I do. This is why I also feel like we have to even it out So that we, act, we actually aren't sexist And we do care about women's rights Has
3: she told you that she started it with another name? <laughs> but, but
1: at the same time, I don't care enough To give them this page Because it's mine, I want it Man. Well, you, right. got her My yeah. you got here first This is man's world, sweetheart Oh god Oh, Try coming up with your own ideas. I ain't touching that with from <laughs> no, <working> no. <laughs> Why won't my advertisements be accepted? Why, <laughs> why can't I get any advertising?
3: What you need to do? You need to ask her if they have created it with another name and at least give them a shout out. You we
1: know, should do millions that.
3: Millions of people.
1: We should definitely do <clears> that. that. I'll message her now.
3: What, at four in the morning? <laughs> I don't know what time it is over there.
1: She's in South Asia, yeah. In fact, she messaged me at 6.34 in the morning. So she'll be waking up soon. probably.
3: Prime and ready. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Well, Good morning. afternoon.
2: <laughs> Good morning to you. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Hopefully she hasn't listened to the show and like is absolutely appalled with what we say. Well, hopefully oh, this message replies, doesn't trigger her to, to listen to the she show. She replies and she's like, fuck off,
3: you woman-hating pile of shit. She wouldn't be wrong. Wait, what? Hang on. Did Barack Obama win the Nobel Peace Prize? What? For being black? Did Martin James win a brief. Si- fuck. Did he win the Booker Prize in 2015 for a brief history of seven killings? Wait, who? Oh, fuck. His name's Marlon. Oh, just fuck it. Oh, okay. And he's Jamaican. Marlon. I oh, fucked that up. All I had to do was read from a fucking shot and make the joke, and I it didn't work. I'm sorry, Marlon.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. So back in two thousand and nine, Barack Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize, and they gave him money for what? For his extraordinary efforts to strengthen international diplomacy and cooperation between people. Look, people hated Obama. Now I'm not American, so I didn't really pay much. People attention. did not
3: hate Obama, did they? I fucking L- love. Well, Obama. not not on the whole. He's my favorite. Plenty president. of people who hated him. The thing is that, however many people hated him, you can always come back and say.
1: Well, now that we've had Trump, can we have Obama back?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like to think That's he's, like, you. happier off in retirement. Didn't he say, like, as soon as presidency's over, he was going to move back to Hawaii and, like, open up a T-shirt store or something? Wow. I'd, I'd love to go to Hawaii and just see Barack Obama selling T-shirts. <laughs> it's like <a> quiet living. <laughs> Dude, like, honestly, not, not in so a way. I mean, like, just living his best life selling T-shirts in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. That sounds so home? chill. And he's such that, like, charismatic kind of guy that mm. I made fucking love doing that as well. $50. I hope he does that. Barack Obama, if you're listening and you've not achieved that dream yet, treat yourself, you
0: know?
3: Obama. We'll support you.
1: Shout out to Obama.
3: I don't know why I expect anything else. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe.
1: What>? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gone.
3: Please, no, no.
1: Yes. All right. We need some context here, Robbie. Yeah, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> He's just googled. Oh, just So,
3: um, there's an Etsy store link and it's a very tasteful.
1: I mean, please I tell me this is stuff made it? by Barack Obama.
3: Unfortunately, not, but I hope he puts it on a t shirt. I want this mug.
1: <laughs> what mug is it? What mug? It's in the podcast chat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Barack Obama <laughs> with juicy titties. Oh, That's wow. what the gay community want.
2: Not really. Oh I'd God. fucking... Look at those
1: pecs, hey? Eh? Yeah. Those pecs.
2: I did not find that. Bursting like
1: out of that sports bra.
2: That is, that is the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> you can buy this for £9 and 9 pence.
3: Oh, no, I'm saving £1 and one pence, 10%? Yeah, but It'd
1: you be hilarious in- to have that kind of mug like in your office as well i get sacked. Maybe I'll get one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whose mug is this? Oh, it's Joe's. You know, his Barack Obama titty mug. Mm.
2: <laughs> Joe aspires <laughs> to be like Joe Biden.
1: There are a bunch of meme lords at my company, so I feel like it's the kind of shit you'd get away with specifically at my company. And nowhere else.
3: <laughs> HR would pull me into a fucking meeting if I did that. Yeah.
1: I've already had meetings with HR, so they know me.
3: But oh you doing Joe. Anyway, so this is a formal we'll performance with for you.
1: A titty mug. Oh, it's Joe. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. <laughs> you gotta put your name on the bottom of it. I'll put a picture of my face. Moss star. I
3: see what you did that. Yeah, you worry. Uh, <laughs> I really wanna Four.
1: That I mean five. I
0: mean fire. <laughs> I fucked it up a bit. Well, well, well. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Light, Well,
1: well, well, Craig. Welcome back, Craig. Robbie, ask me. Ask me what's so funny. What's so funny, Joe? <laughs> this flipping shit. I can't.
0: Nope. <laughs> Sorry, nope. I like had something about. <laughs> <in your> <laughs> <laughs> <My> flipping
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Women, eh? Oh, with their wings. I'd love to I can't I don't know what I sound like but I thought it'll be fun to hear that on the recording. I want to see how good my Shall so I run through all my impressions real quick so I can see what they actually sound like. Andy. Oh okay. Hannah family. Obama. Family nuns. Nobody gets left behind. How's that? <laughs> no yeah. idea.
3: Alma. It was Alma. I know it.
1: No. Elmo is. <laughs> Elmo loves Mandas.
2: Stitch. Ha! you Ha ha ha! Yeah, I'd say that sounds like
1: Stitch. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not able to do a fancy right. Stitch voice it's, it's, like it's, you. It's like half four in the morning, so this is gonna really piss off my neighbours. Back do the Stitch laugh, maybe. Ha I think that works.
0: Yeah, Does Elmo good. laugh
3: like that usually?
0: you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, this is similar scary voice. Scary. Wait, what about Mickey Mouse?
0: Uh, this is Piggy.
2: What the fuck, Rubber Ducky? Bad,
0: you're know. the one. You make bath time oh so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber <laughs> Ducky, you're the only one for me.
4: Rubber Ducky, huh? Came in this round.
2: I thought it was Liam Neeson.
3: <laughs> can you give us uh, a Liam Neeson line said in a Kermit voice? I
1: <laughs> I don't actually know many Liam Neeson. Lines. Well, it
3: was the one from Taken Everyone. Yeah, was right. It was like I don't have a lot of money. We'll
0: find you. I will kill you. <laughs> I will kill
3: you. <laughs> There's three parts to that. I'll find you. I'll kill you. And I'll can kill
1: also, you It's again. also the same voice for Ernie from Bert and Ernie.
0: Really? Bert. Hey, Bert. Well, where are you, Bert?
1: Bert? I don't know any lines. Sorry, it's just that bit from Friends. <laughs> you can't do Bert's voice. I can only do He's calling
0: Jamie out Bert. for him and he never
2: responds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. I don't. There's no idea.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> bum, bum.
2: Beautiful. Oh, uh, uh, uh.
1: How's that doing for you, oh, Vinny? Do you like that?
2: Nope. Do not like that. Such a good damn, um, a real good damn um, Friday night song, Comedy Central. I have to say that there <laughs> is like a certain type of like morning voice that is so attractive in guys. Is it no. the
1: Michael Clark Duncan voice? Eh, 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 I
0: can't.
2: No, oh, I think more God, like the know. Calvin Harris. Oh.
1: Calvin Harris the singer? Yeah. Did he do um, Take Me to Church?
2: No, that's Hozier. Close.
1: Close. What did Calvin Harris do? It's Give me Calvin. his best song, his most popular one, I'll I'll know, I'll recognise. Alexa, play
3: Calvin, Harris and Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> this is Calvin Harris from Spotify.
1: In fact, turn it off, Robbie. Don't let it play, because it'll fuck up the audio.
3: Alexa, shut up.
1: Yeah, I just realized oh, no, we can't so we weird. can't be doing that. That was fun. <laughs> it will fuck up the entire audio for the entire recording. Oh, son, I can't believe I've done this. So I think I talked over it enough to like cancel it <laughs> <It's laughs> out. Seriously, wait, wait, wait. someone tell me a song by Kevin Harris, I'll i recognise it. Just
2: fucking uh, I'm gonna get my fucking phone out. I'm sure I have a song by him. He has loads of songs. He co-wrote Wait, okay, I don't know if he sang it. Um, something just like this.
3: Something just
1: like this. Blame it on the night. Blame it on the night. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I can't mimic that at all. No. I'm going to try. <clears throat> as soon as I can do. Ah, see trees green. How about yeah, that's
3: 100% accurate. Red roses I see
0: I've seen them bloom for me and you.
1: It goes a bit into too far into Arnold's Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Come yeah. on! <laughs> <laughs> the trees, the green, come on!
1: I feel like I do a good impression and then no one laughs or responds oh, in a way. And I, uh, <laughs> and I get all self-conscious about it. I swear to God, if I listen back to this tape... And my impressions are good. I'm going to be so <laughs> pissed off at all <laughs> for making me feel the crap. <laughs> I just don't
0: respond the right so I've never
1: heard my own impressions. I don't know. I don't know what they sound like. They sure sound great you know. to me.
3: They're great, dude. Don't you worry.
1: Oh, thanks, man.
3: <sighs> You're a little disheartened.
0: Uh-huh. Well, come on, Pluto. Come on, Sora. Come on, Pluto. 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 Pluto.
1: Pluto. 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 Uh, did you ever watch um, House of Mouse? House of Mouse, no. Oh, fuck me. What about Mickey Mouse One House? Nah, no, fuck that. There's a, there's a character like in recent years called Mortimer Mouse. Do you know who this character is? I've heard Mortimer the name. Mouse. I've heard of the name. Yeah. He'd say ha cha cha Mickey Mouse. What do you want, Mortimer?
3: It looks like a fucking prick.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's <laughs> a bad guy. Because Pete became too. Uh, Jolly and lovable.
3: His nose looks
1: like a cock hanging off his face. Oh, you ready for this? My throat is getting really fucking hurt by doing all these voices,
0: but I'll give (laughs) you this one last one. Gorge.
2: Oh, is that um, Goofy? Donald? Damn right it
1: is. (laughs) I fucked
2: it.
3: Sure did, buddy. (laughs)
1: It's a bit better, right? Can you do? That was really good, actually. That was good.
3: Can you do? I can't do the speaking.
1: I do who? Britney Spears?
3: No. It's Britney Britney. bitch.
0: (laughs) 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 What is it? It's
1: Britney bitch.
0: Fuck yeah! (laughs) It's Pikachu. (laughs)
2: Fuck. Who was it that you said? In I was thinking like Donald Duck's sneeze, like his iconic sneezing. <laughs> I
1: don't know I can't do the voice. I can't I do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Donald Duck has always been one of my favorite characters. I love him. I wish I could do the voice. That's such magical shit.
1: What's your big idea bud?
4: But I don't want to use my hand.
1: Let's go again. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Replace the dinosaur we can with a frog. I'd love that. If someone could make that, once we actually get fans, I'd love that. That'd be so cool. (laughs) They're both green. I don't want to be racist, but that means they're basically the same character.
3: Just do a bit of morphin'. Mighty morphin' Tyrannosaurus Rex Kermit.
1: My throat is killing me from doing his voices. Because they're all silly voices. They're not impressions. They're not impressions of people. There's nothing impressive about them. These are silly voices.
3: Can you do any real people impressions other than Arnold Schwarzenegger And and uh, Christopher
1: Walken? Oh, I love you, long time, sucky, sucky.
3: Was that funny? Really?
1: That was my impression of JFK as a Thai prostitute. <laughs> I had it. That's actually a Louis C.K. bit, which I've stolen. Wow, because it's it's a good point they make. I find it so funny because I can only do JFK as a Thai prostitute jfk I can't, I can't do jfk saying anything else except that <laughs>
3: that's not what you can do for your country ask how much money i make sucking
2: so that guy's dick
1: we kind of like got away from dream job shit we did definitely
2: we didn't never ask really, robbie we never we never heard.
1: and we didn't get over to what your achievable
2: dream is my achievable dream hmm. i thought i said my achievable dream right that's what he's applied for yeah digital marketing
1: oh so this is like dream come true well, right
2: yeah,
1: right. best of luck.
2: Achievable dream
1: country Robbie, how about you? You two dreams? Um, I
3: suppose my achievable dream job would be pretty similar to yours, Joe. I'd I'd like to work as a probably as a, a games programmer on a for like a
1: AAA company.
3: I was close, man. I I got uh, an interview for Codemasters, guys who make all the dirt games.
1: That's good. And they you just should go there because that's how everyone else gets in the fucking industry. Everyone at my company is from Codemasters. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's <not> sure. <laughs> probably not a good place the founders it. of my company like came from Codemasters.
3: Oh god, I don't know if I'd want to work there anyway. I feel, I haven't programmed in C for a while, which is all what games programming is, right? At least for like triple companies. Um and I don't know if I'd fucking remember how to do it. I suppose I'd I'd, I'd be able to like relearn
1: it if I if I ch- wanted to change jobs that bad. Um, yeah. I don't know what. I mean. Every language is the same. I don't want us to get too bogged down in programming chat, but it is the same. I don't think you'd have too much of an issue. I like C sharp after a year working for this place. Why not? Why not C
3: again? And
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because like I couldn't stand doing fucking Java every day at my old job, and now I do C sharp, which I like, but I still hate the job anyway. So, <laughs> tell me about it. but at least the language is good.
3: <laughs> I am. Um, so what? The other one would be my.
1: The one that you don't think is possible. So, like, if a kid wanted to be an astronaut, that's their dream job. But the best possible job they can potentially get would be maybe being the CEO of a company or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think um, probably like a musician
3: or somewhere in the creative field. Yeah, probably like a musician. I I dig music. I, I feel like it's something I... you got a passion for it. Yeah, I, I definitely have a passion for it. It's it's something I find to be fun, and it's one of the only things because I try a bunch of crap. I go through fads every goddamn day, yeah, and and fall <laughs> off of all this new crap I I try out. Yeah. but I, I don't know, like music, something I've
1: I've managed to stay doing because I feel like it's quite versatile. You know, Tie well, I mean, this is up to you if you want to suicide your career, your your dream like this. But tie your music career to this podcast and let me play some of your music. I don't have any music. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> do
1: music? Just do a cover. Just play one of your favourite songs and sing or something. Oh, dude, I should do that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be something you've written. just be a cover.
3: Then you can't claim it, you greedy bastards.
1: Picking up kids <laughs> and them all out down. That's classic Robbie Tsunami.
3: Never said this.
1: The thing is, if you came up with money and you wanted us to like link to your actual page, we'd have to like pretend it was someone else, though, and we'd have to cut out all this conversation. Robbie. So otherwise, it's obvious that it's the same person. Robbie's surname will just be my, my go-to name. Robbie Tsunami.
3: Robbie, that's the one. That's what I meant. Very big in Japan. Robbie Tsunami.
0: Robbie Tsunami! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Devastating in Japan. Crowds
0: were
1: Crowds were devastated to find out he's not actually Japanese.
3: Oh. But we can the
1: knees for his wide, tasty uh, oh, skin. I don't. Oh, my anyway, I don't have any description to follow up with. Let's look
3: into my round eyes and listen. To
1: <laughs> round me. eyes. Oh, he has such round eyes.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh his skin is so
1: so san
0: Sweet, right?
1: Robbie, son, Oh.
2: Yeah. There you go, another silly voice for you. <laughs> Do you know who that sounds like? I don't know if you've ever heard of like s- salad fingers.
0: Oh my god. I found it's them bears.
1: Bears. <laughs> Yeah, it's
2: that guy. Oh my god, that's what it sounds like. No, I was thinking more like, um, have you never heard of salad
1: fingers? my god. Or hmm? well, Filthy Frank, it's kind of a Filthy Frank voice. I know who Salad Fingers is. Uh, I can't remember what he sounds like though. I don't think it's like that, is it? Well, f- Filthy Frank. It's more like, uh, no, Salad Fingers. It's more like
4: I will caress this
1: rusty spoon. Something like that. I
0: have
3: no fucking idea what
0: this is. It's
1: it's not as high pitch. Whereas well, for Frank. Like he goes like Yeah, he does a similar voice to the I've found my berries guy. Yeah. Oh my god. What the fuck is salad fingers? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just put on like ten seconds of it, and I am done.
2: <laughs> it was like this random video that someone made, or like series of videos, like back in two thousand and twelve. Shout out to David Firth. Is that the creator? Looks like it.
3: It could just not be, but the guy has one point four six million subscribers, so I'm pretty confident.
1: <laughs> I think there'd wow. be more than that. This must be a re-upload. <laughs> he got it off from the re-upload. Fuck you, David Firth. We know you're not the real one.
0: Fuck you, We're on David.
1: You. We're on to you, David. <laughs> Piece of shit. shit. Fuck. Stealing media from other people, which we don't do. We don't play like copyright Never. music on the show or Play us out, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 There you go, Elton John. That's my celebrity impression.
3: <laughs> no, but you should you that? play that on piano. Play yourself out. What? Well, do you know Piano Man? Oh, that's John. But, Sing um, us
2: the song. That's Kermit.
1: Yeah, the Piano Man.
2: I think one of the only songs I probably know from Elton John's like "I'm Still Standing." <laughs>
0: Tiny dancer. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. How oh, <laughs> Another gay icon.
1: Elton John. Mm. How do you feel about Alton Freddy Krueger? Not Freddy Krueger.
2: Freddie Mercury. You mean from Queen? Obviously, he's gay. (laughs) Freddy
0: Krueger's gay. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Actually, the more I think about it, didn't Freddy Krueger always go after the guys first?
3: Oh, dude! And it's always when they're asleep.
2: Exactly.
3: (laughs) I'm
1: entering your dreams. Oh no! Mentoring
0: your butthole. Hey guys, uh,
3: uh, what countries have you travelled to?
2: I don't want to talk about it. Oh, we started a new topic.
1: I just no, was looking at generator. Well, yeah, what
3: was is your least
1: favourite subject?
2: Uh, this is my least favourite subject. Yeah, I agree. And
1: <laughs> people get fucking random topic generators. Small talk. Fucking hate small talk. Can't stand it.
2: I don't mind it if it's in a
1: certain situation. How are your parents you know? doing? Don't ask me, Susan, because I can't be asked telling you. <laughs> you don't care about the answer Susan. to that question. Well, I don't. I have... I've got a friend who's into like the polite small talk. Because she's a polite, lovely person. Shout out to you, Jen. Second time I've mentioned you on the show. Mm. First, it was Freddy Cougar, cat. Fred oh, yeah, it was, with, it was the episode with you, Robbie, where we talk about the cat like being sucked into my face after watching Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Same girl absolutely love a girl. So polite. She's always like, so how's your family? How's everything? It's like, Jen, I, I don't want to say, do you really care? Because she probably does care. She's a lovely girl. But I don't care enough to fucking talk about it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. ask her how her parents are. Jen, stop being so polite.
3: It feels so bad when someone gives that kind of response though. I remember um, in my old job, there was a guy who was leaving. I said, oh, you know what? What are you, you going to be doing You know, after you leave this? And then he says to me, do you really care? <laughs> like it's a genuine question. And I said, well, I was kind of being nice because to be honest, I didn't care. But I was like, yeah, man, you know, you let me know. And then he, I feel like it wasn't a long explanation. So I feel like he just didn't like small talk.
1: Well, he just obviously didn't care enough to tell you either.
0: He mind. thought you didn't
1: care. And then he believed you. And he thought, well, I don't even care this guy. So I don't even have to be nice to him. I don't even have to answer his dumb ass question. <laughs> I mean, shit, anyway. a lot of time people ask me this dumb shit and i'm like why why do you that's all i can say why why do you want to know why does it matter
0: mm-hmm.
1: i get it from my stepmom a lot and she's like so how's work been i'm like i don't give a shit i hate my job stop asking me about it she's like oh well, let's try and fix that and it's like no let's not try and fix it let's just <laughs> accept how miserable i am and trust in the podcast that's going nowhere and hope that that gets somewhere I eventually somewhere. i don't know like, that like, I'm you not going to quit my job to go get another job because I don't want to work so well.
3: You have a cumulative 200 views, dude.
1: And they're all from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> none of the South African people listen to this. Those South Africans who liked the, the show on Facebook, none of them clicked any of the fucking links. So they've never heard the fucking show.
3: Leave a comment if uh, you if you're reside South in African. South Africa or even came from South Africa. Leave a or comment know anyone you're from, from fucking anywhere. Leave a comment. <laughs>
1: Comment, <laughs> email the show, leave a like, whatever. Fuck. Me. I
2: have to say, funnily enough, if you type in don't shush me into uh into YouTube, do you know what's the first thing that comes up?
1: That woman. My what do you friends. mean that woman? There's some woman it comes up with who does like book reviews or something.
2: No, it's uh so for me, well, I don't know if it's actually depending on you. It is. Self. If if you're
1: saying it's us, it's specifically because of your Google
2: searches. That's true, yeah. I I love like uh, you you see a lot
1: of of, like cunts on like LinkedIn who are like, if you want to find more about me, Google my name. I'm the first result. And it's like, (laughs) you fucking idiot. That's literally just in your browser, you know? (laughs) Cause then you can try Google them and you'll never fucking find them.
3: Oh, this is a porn site. (laughs) Fuck. I don't want to know more about you.
1: Fucking (laughs) idiots.
3: I always just think the reliable way of doing it is to get your domain or your name as a domain dot com mm. it was great like on linkedin in interviews they were like oh do you have a portfolio i would be like hell yeah
1: i do first name last name dot com it's fucking awesome i have a website i have dot <laughs> com which isn't if you go to that nothing's there yet i just own the domain but because <laughs> i was supposed to be like my production empire of like everything i create whether it be games yep. music podcasts books whatever and now I kind of not regret it, but like I posted like if you don't trust me links to my Facebook page, which because it had a lot more likes and follows on it, so I thought that would get some traction. And then I realised, hang on, I've like advertised to people who fucking know me, and so I've deleted those links like the other night because I realised be I don't want anyone who fucking knows me to know about the show. This is like worry about. people i work with have like followed that page on facebook as well oh god because like when i interviewed i was like i'd given my portfolio and the portfolio links to <laughs> and then that now links to this so i've just completely deleted it because also Same. if you go to the page yeah i know i should stop talking actually
0: <laughs>
1: i was gonna say you can look up the owner and it's it's just there, Joseph. it comes up with my fucking face Because it's all public. So now I'm going to have to cut this entire conversation to people who know the show can't link it back to me. Uh. I thought
3: your last name was
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, Robbie. It's a good thing I have so many fucking aliases, isn't it? (laughs) Just to make it slightly more complicated.
2: That is true.
1: None of the names you guys know me by are what my actual name on my ID is either. Really? Yeah, I have a completely different name on my ID. Well, so do I.
3: I don't. Man. Fucking roundabout assholes. Why is your life so
1: convoluted? Your name's like Q or something, isn't it? Quay? Q? Something like that. Vinny's your real name? No, it's not. No, Vinny's just his fucking English name. What's your Cantonese name? It's like Quay. Quay is, is it? Of
2: Q. Is a uh, fuck your mum. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: Fuck your mum. Fuck your mum. Fuck your mum. Well, we'll not. We'll end that line of questioning then. I guess. You're gonna get, fucking, <laughs> get emotional about it. <laughs> you shit. What your name is anymore?
0: I'm sorry,
3: I don't think Vinny really wants us to have any leverage.
2: It's thing. I like that. So wait, what's the first name? Which is. Yeah. And then so. is our middle Chinese name. And then Sing would be the equivalent of Vincent.
0: Oh, sing.
1: That's cute. Does that start with T as well?
2: See. Uh, sing I think so. It's like T S E N G. I'm
1: very proud of myself for knowing that it started with a T. You're just multicultural? That's my knowledge of Cantonese culture.
2: Mr. International.
1: Culture. Language, I mean. Well, I've got Cantonese friends. People who are actually Cantonese, not just pretending my speaking the language. Vinny. Really? That'd be a pretty good Vietnamese pretending to be Cantonese. Okay. Well, thank I'm you. I'm technically <laughs> Irish, like 20%. What do you mean you're technically Irish? One... 20% does not make you technically Irish. <laughs> is she
3: 20% <laughs> Irish? I am 13.72% Indonesian. Wow. Yeah.
1: Who gives a
0: shit?
3: It's 72%. <laughs> and 92.4% Korean.
1: I don't get a feeling you're making this shit up, suddenly.
3: Yeah, I... 33.3334%
1: African-American.
2: Well, yeah. How do you know? I I find it kind of weird how all of these percentage adds up to more than 100%. Mm. (laughs) I'm more than 100% man, baby. I know. (laughs) 154% man, man,
0: -man -man (laughs) pig.
1: Oh boy, I might kill myself at Christmas.
3: Dude, everyone kills themselves at Christmas. Be a bit
2: fucking original.
1: That's true. Ugh, I'm just copying everyone.
2: Do it on the 27th, because that's like in between Christmas and. <laughs> yeah, 27th, 28th. I'm that's a frog. new year's. And- <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you start off on Christmas night, that'd be fucking sick. Oh my god, then that will be a true Christmas Post present
1: one in the morning. And then leaving out being like, mm-hmm. the presents are shit. Kids over Christmas Eve to <laughs> throw yourself down a fucking chimney. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <I love that. laughs> it's
1: the
3: kids oh, find wait.
0: you. Santa's fucking dead.
1: <laughs> I'll have to acquire some kids first. Oh god. Oh, it doesn't have to be your house.
0: Yeah. Find mm-hmm. any house
3: with a wide enough chimney. Hey kids.
0: Ah.
1: Oh, I think the sad thing is you wouldn't be able to see the reaction.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, you could do it twice. You could pretend to die the first time, get the reaction, and be <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> oh fuck, I'm dying <laughs> now. Like, um, have you guys ever thought about
4: oh,
3: still fucking talking? This doesn't have to be included. <laughs> I just think it's like, have you guys ever considered doing something really cool for you, like your funeral, like recording a video to be played in front of everyone in the funeral?
1: I thought about doing one now while I'm young.
3: Oh, like that will be played. Later. At Christmas. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, for my funeral, like young Joe, like maybe record a bit of the video, like every uh, every 10 years or something.
3: Oh, dude. And then, no, because that's like those movies. Like, you know the ones where you see people grow old in, in like a movie and it starts hurting you even when you see like two iterations of it. Oh, they're a kid. Oh, they're a teenager. Now like a 30 year old and you think, I know where this is fucking going. I've seen enough films to see old saggy face Joe being like, oh,
1: poop my pants.
3: Well that'd probably be a bit weird if you recorded one of you being like iridescent. I don't think iridescent was. Yeah. I get
1: quite emotional thinking about like my funeral. Really? Uh, like, and while and while saying my like goodbye video before I kill myself, like I can imagine I'll cry a bit. Everyone at the funeral will cry. All all two of them.
3: You'd have to like, because I thought about it recently. Old. Yeah. You wouldn't want to cry because you feel like you don't want to give people the idea that oh he was sad before he killed himself. <laughs> You'd want to like record it with a straight face.
1: Depends why you. Mm-hmm. Depends why you're dying, I guess. And
3: oh, sucks that I got hit by that car. You're, like strapping you into the chair, and you're like,
1: <laughs> I'm not even sorry.
3: <laughs> you're recording a video as they strapping you to a chair, and you're like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> it's a
0: montage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Star of a movie, and then it comes back at the end. I think this is about where we came <laughs> in. <laughs>
0: That's
3: great. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got. <laughs> That's
0: good. That's good. That's good so like oh
1: i'd love to have like a full feature film like prepared for my funeral like have it <laughs> in the cinema like this shitty whole movie made by me joe's dead to have his
3: fucking videos play. dude that's sick like a director makes a film that only gets
1: released after they die well that's just mm. end up with shit quality but it has to be released in 3d
0: mm. what is a
1: youtuber I like called clicks philip And he did a video one time about how if he died, you know, he was thinking about it. And if he died, none of his fan base would know that he died. So we thought about making a video that is always scheduled to go out within a month's time, which would be like, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. And then just every week, he like alters, he keeps putting it back a month and a month and a month until eventually when he does die, it'll come out in a month after he's died.
2: Oh, Oh, that's shit.
1: But he said the reason he hasn't done that is because obviously some days you might forget and then eventually there'll be a video of you that comes out saying, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. <laughs> and he won't
3: be dead. That's a kind of a cool thing, but it would speak. Yeah, that would be a fucking massive false
1: alarm. He gets so much clout for it though.
0: Mm.
1: I like that idea though. I like the idea of doing a film, like doing it kind I in a there's a Terry Pratchett book. Uh I can't remember which one of this specifically, but there's a there's a, he does a few books about these this group of witches. There's this witch called Granny Weatherwax who knows exactly when she's going to die. And so she has her funeral while she's still alive. And it's this like party and she's like stuffing her face with food and everyone's having a laugh. And then the, the party ends with her walking into her, her grave and like lying down in it because she knows the exact second she's going to die. And then mm. she just lies, lies down and she dies like in the moment and then they bury her. And I, and I like that, and it makes me think, like, maybe I should be there at my funeral and do it while I'm still alive. Like, if I have a terminal illness, maybe I'll have, like, a going-away party kind of thing. Go out on your own terms.
0: Exactly. Well,
1: not, not to take my own life, but I mean, like, to be there for the funeral
0: People kind of do,
3: no? Oh, no, yeah, like, um, it's, it's kind of interesting.
1: Some people have told me that would be very cruel, though, and I don't know why it'd be cruel, but... I don't know. It's,
3: it's kind of weird, actually, because the idea I've just came up with is, is relating to the author of... Uh, was Terry Pratchett, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because obviously he, he did a fucking documentary thing. He like
1: is that. a massive advocate. For, uh, yeah, was. assisted suicide. Um, so he's a big influence to me on suicide. What well, it's like? I think it'd be cool
3: because you, know, if you were gonna go to like, what the fuck? I can't remember what it was called. The place where they will euthanize you.
2: It means, uh, In Sweden
1: switzerland yeah so
3: yeah I'm yeah forgetting. what's it called again chocolate place
1: uh <laughs> no for knives uh yeah. it's um no i don't know the exact place where it is but it's in switzerland yeah well it um i think it'd be
3: cool if you knew you were going to go there you know cuz you just go in and fucking die right that it'd be nice to be like hey guys i've got a fucking you know i i've got a terminal illness i'm going to die within the next x amount of months so soon I'll be dying, but I wanted to have a party to celebrate my life. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Being able to have one last time to like show you mate that you love them. And cause so many people, they feel like someone died so unexpectedly. That's what everyone says. Right. Mm. Um, and they wish they could have, you know, everyone wishes they had one last goodbye or whatever. And at least you'd know it's the last time you could say anything to him or something. Mm. I think it'd be really interesting.
1: My god, right, there's this film which I can't remember the fucking name of. You know um Amelia Clarke who plays Daenerys
2: heiress stormborn in oh, Game of
1: Thrones. Fuck yeah. She's in this fucking film where she's like the carer for this guy who's Oh,
2: like, I think I know you're talking eyes. about with Sam it's, like, cool. it's called Me Before You or Me you. Before You could yeah. be. Yeah,
1: it's not like Christmas one and it. it's it's a beautiful fucking film. spoiler spoiler alert. Anyway, uh-huh. The guy wants to kill himself because he's he used to be, like, into skiing and jet skiing and adrenaline junkie and all that. But he's just, you know, suddenly paralysed. Oh, is this the guy.
3: thing you talked about on Come Town?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I guess. Maybe in one episode, I guess. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I think actually, yeah, I think after hearing Get on Come Town, I went and saw the film. And it's actually a gorgeous film. But, like, it got a lot of backlash because at the end, he goes through with it and his parents support his decision. And she doesn't want him to go, but in the end she supports it as well because she loves him and she wants him to have what he wants. Mm. And it, but it still ends in like a happy way. And loads of people like give it backlash, like were furious at it because they felt like it was supporting the idea that disabled people are a burden on their family and everyone will be happy if they kill themselves. <laughs> Well, but
2: know. that's not the general idea, though, is I it? know it's, it's
1: not. It's obviously not. But loads of people thought that was a hidden message. When Even though it's clearly not because his parents are begging him to stay alive, they're filthy fucking rich as well, so he's obviously mm-hmm. not a burden. The woman wants him to stay alive that he's in like, love yeah. with. It's just the guy wants to he, – he doesn't want it. And I think the more important message is that you should be able to give people that choice. Mm. He was allowed to choose. His decision. What Terry of,
2: yeah. would have wanted for him. But that sets a really dangerous precedent, though. If
1: you should be allowed to end your own life, it's your life. But then, so what would is, be the stipulation
2: for for those who are suffering from severe depression? because mm. there have been times that
3: I've wanted to like end it, and if I had, yeah, but you didn't. A facility. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <But> if <laughs> there was got... a facility that you feel that you know, I think plenty of people go through pretty long periods where they they sort of think my life's you know miserable and i think if given enough time someone potentially could say i want to go out on my own terms i don't enjoy life i want to die Mm. but then it's also a situation where even if you've been in that for a few months you come out of it and think god i can't believe I, i thought that x amount of months ago um and it's a scary thing that if it was an option you know what what stipulations could you put around
1: it? Would you maybe even say have a whole year? Very particular thing because a lot of people when when a lot of people say they want to end their life or they they want to die, they don't literally mean they want to kill themselves. It's just they're not unhappy with the life that they have and they feel like they're not in a position to change the life. Yeah, because it's like I fucking despised the life that I have this year, and I'm always saying, "Oh, kill me or fuck me, I'm gonna kill myself or whatever." But really what I mean is that, like, I can't wait for the next part of my life. Yeah. Mm. And I, I'm so fucking sick of being alone in lockdown, not being able to meet someone in, with this job that I hate. And there's nothing I can do to better my situation because of the circumstances with the pandemic and everything. There's, there's mm. pretty much nothing. Mm. And so I'm just kind of waiting for it to fucking change. And it's, it's just shit. Again. a lot of people a lot of people are worse off a lot of people like don't have jobs and don't have families or might be homeless and you know what the fuck are they doing i don't know they have a way worse but they're still mm. you know they haven't killed themselves because i don't know where that was supposed to be going the point is think. a lot of people don't actually want to kill themselves yeah. they just want a different life it's a fair point when you kill yourself it's usually because there's no option to change for life it's it's like a last resort kind of thing or if you're a lot when young people kill themselves through bullying and stuff it's because they they're not developed enough like mentally they don't understand the world enough yet to understand that things do get better and that's that's really that's why it's so horrible as well when a kid does mm. it when someone young does it because they don't understand that things are going to get better Oh, yeah, because it's like your entire life at that point feels when, when people who have lived a full life end up killing themselves, it's sad. Like Robin Williams was a huge idol to me. And especially because I was pro-suicide and then he committed suicide, it really fucking affected me. But also, you can't help but think a man at his age who commits suicide, his thoughts about it so much, mm. that this was what he wanted. And my God, it must be the right choice for him. Mm.
0: It's such a subject. I mean, it's it's an
1: interesting topic, really, because
3: I I suppose I have not even thought about it like that. In the sense of you think about someone killing themselves, and you think, and I suppose I'm not ever going to say you should fucking kill yourself, right? But you know, especially given that he was, you know, what pushing 60 at the time, right? Um, he must have
1: been, he must have
3: been in the 70s, obviously, experienced a lot. You have to imagine what. Would it take to bring a person to to want to do that, mm. and they'd be you know, wiser enough? But then at the same time, you have to think because I think he did suffer from depression, right? I he think, did.
1: You know, mm. Oh yeah, totally. Drugs and, the and stuff like that. Like all oh, that shit. Alcohol. Not maybe not drugs actually. I think it was just alcoholism. I mean, Calumary, exactly. I mean to be yeah. fair, though,
2: even like the most happiest person in the world could just be put on a facade to hide how they're truly. Well, they're not the
1: happiest person in the world, then, are they?
2: No, yeah, but that's the that's the image that they want to portray. Yeah, coming an out. That's what you that's what you see is the happiest person in the world.
1: Well, that that was Robin Williams, and it's usually the kind of people who end up killing themselves. Mm. The ones who have this excited, happy exterior. It's a really nice. difficult topic to even sort of think about because
3: it's like I don't know. Maybe it's just that we're obviously told a lot, like you know, killing yourself is obviously sad, and you you should never do it. And again, whilst I'd never want someone mm. to kill themselves it's one of these things would would there even ever be a point at which you'd say someone was you know maybe even justified in killing themselves
0: mm.
1: well i think as well a lot of people will say a lot of the time when people say not to kill yourself mm. or like now there's always hope or whatever it's a lot of time not all the time obviously a lot of time you should fucking live and you shouldn't kill yourself absolutely but the people who are saying don't kill yourself. And in many cases, are just they're either being selfish, because they want you to stick around for their sake, or they just want to seem like they give a crap, because it's in society, the norm is to say, don't do it. Oh, yeah. You never tell someone to come, so. But I feel, I, I'm sure most people don't actually care if other people commit suicide. It's a shock every time. Even if they're depressed, or they've been talking about it for ages, it's always a shock. Yeah. When someone commits suicide. It's always a shock when someone dies anyway, even if they've been in hospital for years of a terminal illness. It's all when it, it finally happens, it's a shock. I mean, I guess. Like my, my granddad who died this year. He he was in hospital. His body was been decaying for like the past year. And we all knew it was gonna happen. But then even when he died, it was a bit like, oh shit, he's he's gone. Well, it's just you almost and, don't expect it to happen, I imagine. But like when it comes to I don't know. I think a lot of time people don't actually care about suicide, but they're just keeping up, you know, the appearances. I'm not saying that they're pro-suicide, they just don't care. Well, you just hope that people are always
3: trying to seek help, which I, I imagine, especially if you're depressed, it's going to be really difficult. You know, it's like if someone's considering suicide, I think the first port of call would be to try and I don't know, get therapy or something mm. to effective. get some support from loved ones where they can help you work through are kind
1: of People who usually also though, get annoyed when depressed people don't suddenly stop being depressed. They're like, well, fuck me. Well, oh, you don't like being to a therapist? Is the therapy not helping? Bloody hell. Why are you still? What's the matter? Come on. And get annoyed with them. Like, it's... If you don't understand it, stop fucking criticising it and let them get on with it. Mm-hmm. And well, they you still want to kill yourself? Fuck me. Bloody. Wow. Well, go do it then.
2: <laughs> I mean, just add to comment to you, Joe, because I do kind of agree with what you say by like suicide isn't I mean it's not that it's not taken as seriously, but not many people have as much sympathy or empathy with it. Um especially because cause suicide I think mostly affects close family and close friends mostly. And mm-hmm. then for the rest of the world it's just another figure or another digit added onto the yearly figure of suicide and that's a it. yeah. It's not it's it's yeah again it's just it, a it different
0: it's, it's
1: level of empathy though as well. Cause like you hear about someone killing themselves you think well that's sad. Because also if you if you try to think about the people around them. Like yeah, oh, when you think of suicide so how, is their, how are their parents feeling how are their friends feeling and you start thinking well what if Robbie killed himself, you know, how would that affect me? How would I be feeling right now? It's very emotional to think about, but we also have yeah. it's in such this taboo area. Like no one's fucking talks about it, and a lot of times you're not allowed to talk about I it. I think it needs like to be if smart you go to Therapy, and you mention suicide. That's, a, that's the bit where they're allowed to break doctor-patient confidentiality, and they're allowed to like phone nine and Be like, this case is going to kill himself. Better get down here and throw him in lockdown or whatever.
0: Like mm. lock him up
1: before he kills himself. It's so unhealthy. It's such a shit system we have for dealing with this shit.
2: It's just—I
3: definitely think it needs
2: that, Yeah, there's been like a case about it as well about the doctor uh, or like therapist and patient confidentiality thing. It was um, I don't know if you've ever heard the case of the I think it was a teenager who killed himself by throwing himself in front of a train. So basically, he told his therapist everything about like his depression and having thoughts of like jumping in front of a train but it was never disclosed to his parents and it was never really brought up as a as a as a potential risk and so i think it was like on a weekend or something like he was heading somewhere and his dad dropped him off at the train station and that was the day that he committed suicide by jumping in front of a train
1: I assume that the therapist got a lot of shit for it. Yes,
2: but the... you know why
1: he got shit for it? Because he came out <laughs> and said, "Actually, yeah, the whole time he was talking about wanting to kill himself. <laughs> That's breaking the do- the doctor-patient confidentiality. Should have kept mm. his mouth shut.
0: And I yeah, think he even still, did should
1: keep the mouth shut. I think the doctor was right to keep his mouth shut. I don't know why he came out at the end suddenly. Maybe out of guilt, I suppose. Bless him, poor guy or girl, whoever." But no, you should keep quiet because that's the whole reason you're fucking there and why this person's seeing you. to confide in you and tell you how they feel. But I feel yeah. like I wouldn't want a fucking therapist telling people, because a lot of time, loads of people think of killing themselves. I think of killing myself all the fucking time, but I also know I'm not going to do it. You know, it's just a thought. Mm. There's always that option. Nice having it there. You know, there's a comfort in it almost, but I'm not going to do it. Because I got shit going on, I got podcasts to fucking edit. You know, <laughs> You're too
3: busy to die.
1: Too fucking busy, and also because I know that the shit time right now. I mean, I wanted to kill myself like before lockdown for years at uni and shit. I mean, everyone goes through crap times, but I mean, like even especially now, I know things will get better. I'm just waiting for it. You know, there's no point in me killing myself because you know everyone's getting vaccinated right now. Next year, I could be out. In the streets, meeting women and stuff. It could be whoa. knee deep in female sexual mm-hmm. organs. Yes, sexual chocolate. Oh God! But it's, I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It it really hurts when intelligent people say that like uh, depression is more common in uh, people who are more intelligent. Yeah, I don't think it's more common. But I do think it's 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 sad when people who are really intelligent kill themselves because they've obviously like thought about it. Cause I, I don't kill myself because logically speaking, it's, it, it pointless. I'm young. There's so much more things I could do in life. I could like, at least at the very least, if I didn't like my life, I could quit my job and go be homeless for a few years or something and completely yeah. drastically change my life and fuck it up before having to kill myself. I could do all kinds of shit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like, Oh, you get a lot of like, and this is speaking ill of the dead but a lot of dumb asses who kill themselves because they haven't thought about it enough it's a heat the moment thing and that's kind of sad but also
3: definitely in those type of
1: circumstances where there's you know it's it's almost a of the kid thing though in which case it is sad because you don't understand that they, they can change it well even
3: like anyone though
1: later on when you realize you can't change if you if you still realize you can't change it then it's it's I feel like it's acceptable to go through it but I don't know. It's uh, I've just looked around to the same shit I was sprouting earlier. <laughs> I Suppose it should be a, t- a sort of last resort, almost. Well, it's, it sh- it should always be last resort, yeah. But I also don't think it should be. People should be more open to when the last resort has arrived as well. Like when old when old people want to die, and people still keep forcing them to stick around, even though they're clearly fed up of life. Well, if it became a thing where it's not a lot left. Less- like, because they're old and like, there's not much they've lived their life they don't see much point in doing anything else
0: mm, it's, it's, like,
1: just a, it's a scary sort of Pandora's box though you get worried that if it becomes
3: almost normalized that people are, are allowed to be euthanized like
1: kill themselves on their own whim and it's not a no-no thing. I think it's a the thing they should put like an age limit on similar to like or like in special cases you know, terminal illness or whatever Hmm. Like how, you know, we don't let people who are younger than eighteen vote because people who are younger than eighteen don't know what to talk People who are like younger than fucking 30 usually don't know what the fuck they're voting for. I know, I don't. So you know we should be allowed to vote. But you know, same way like, you know, you're allowed to have sex until you're old enough because you'll what? fuck up your life. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're idiots at that age. You're projecting hey, it. Similar thing. You shouldn't be allowed to Commit suicide till you've lived like, I would I would say maybe 60. 60 years is a healthy amount. Mm-hmm. Oh, we <laughs> <you> said sixteen.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing though, I just philosophically wise, I am a strong believer in absurdism. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever heard of like that term. In I've
1: only years. heard of it because you've brought it up so many fucking times to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is absurdism? I'm not familiar. For the listeners,
1: yeah. What so, is for absurdism? the
2: listeners, the, the true, true definition of absurdism comes from, or it refers to, the conflicts between the human tendency to seek inherent value and meaning in life and the human inability to find any in a purposeless, meaningless, or even chaotic and irrational universe. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah essentially, like, you're stuck in a forever loop of misery. But even in that loop, you have to be able to find at least something that's redeeming. Got to find your own purpose in the world.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: like, you
1: adapt. That's kind of like, like what humans do. You adapt to your situation. Like, if your... Life can be so shit, but you just adapt to it being shit. Exactly. That just becomes your new
3: normal. Very capable organisms. I suppose you even put it down to, you know, people in... Third world countries, they do not even give a shit. You know, it's not like they're like, wish yeah, I had an
1: iPad. It's all relative. Like, the kids starving in Africa, you know, that's their problem for starving, you know. But I think... They're not worried about what Tony said to Miranda the other day in the gym. You know, who gives a shit? Like, a
2: I don't know, because... It's like when I said... Very... I,
1: I may have said this on the podcast, I'm not sure already. But, you know, when I was younger, my sister came into my room and said, do you want a drink? I was like, yeah, some orange juice would be great, please. Thank you. She goes away, she comes back, she brings me a glass of water. I was like, I asked you for orange juice. And she said, you know, there are kids starving in Africa who would kill for a glass of water. I'm like, yeah, and I would kill them for some fucking orange juice. Take this away, please. <laughs> it's all relative, is the point. It is. Like, I don't have their problems. go. don't give a shit about the water. Bring me what I wanted.
2: Pain Woman. and the perception of pain is very subjective to the individual. And emotionally or yeah emotionally physically i mean for example my my pain threshold might even be higher than yours robbie so i can be like punched around thrown around the room or something and i'll be fine but you robbie might not deal deal with it quite as well i bet you i'd have a sore bum exactly (laughs) so i have got a shit pain threshold to be in yeah from my personal kind of opinion and personal point of view, I think trying to say like, oh well, there are people in Africa who are starving, just you know, deal with your life better. Like that's that's the wrong kind of outlook or the the wrong kind of like view people should have towards especially towards like mental health, really. Or even in even in the physical health or financial health, uh financially. Because you can't People experience it differently. Even I, I just think it's really wrong to compare it as simply as that because it's not as black and white as that. It's all
0: relative.
3: Mm. Even like, I'm sure everyone can think of times where, even just for a few minutes, their perspective on the entire world has just shifted. Like when people say, well, this is a bit of a tangent, but you know, you're by yourself, it's dark, and you're walking home. You know, it's like a very mm-hmm. introspective time. And then you start thinking, you know, what am I even, what am I worried about with my job or whatever when X, Y, Z is happening? Yeah, I'm, at least I'm not in that situation. Um, I feel like people definitely need to try and reflect on, I suppose, not just their life but the
1: world. I sound like a fucking hippie. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going into a completely different thing where you said the dark alley on your way home in the middle of the night. <laughs> I ain't talking about that, I feel it like how <laughs> it's different to everyone in that, like. I used to walk home from, when I was at uni my second year, I was dating that French girl. If I was like walking home, or walking home from town even, I'd have to go across this, This uh, in Northampton, there's this field called the race course, but everyone calls it the rape course because it's notorious for all this crime and people getting raped and blah, blah, blah. I've been there. Mm. It is fucking shady. <laughs> it is Bloody. shady,
0: but
1: like, I, I used to walk through there all the time. And I was like a guy. I guess it's just not. There was one almost mugging one time, but it was fine. It turned out fine. Almost mugging one yeah, time. Yeah, like I tried to mug me. We scrapped a bit, and the guy ran off, and it, nothing happened. I scratched my watch because like I was on the floor for a bit. That was annoying. <laughs> but that's the most of it, you know. And that that was one time in three years. So I used to walk through there all the time, like at night. And then one time I was walking through like with my girlfriend. And she was like so glad you're here with me. And I'm like, why? Because like, it's you don't think about it. It's just like, it's just a fucking rape course. And you look around, you're like, I guess it is, yeah. I mean, think about it from your perspective. Like, it's, just a, it's just a fucking field to me.
3: I mean, I would definitely say to a woman at that point,
2: I don't know why you feel safe, because as soon as anyone shows up, I'm fucking up. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. You're least likely to be attacked if you're in a group of people, or if you're with at least one or two other people, that's with you. If you're fat, it helps. It's like tall people, fatter people.
3: You just—they're not targets. You just—you—they go for easy targets, right? Anyone.
1: Mm. Like when I was, no, I kind of- because I was drunk.
2: Mm.
1: It's obvious cause then I'm like stumbling as I'm walking around, swaying side to side, <laughs> <laughs> kebab in hands trying to eat that.
2: Hands over. If anything, I kind of want to subvert that, that idea, Robbie. Mm. The idea of like being tall or bigger, being safer. I kind of, like... You can just walk with confidence and people mm. won't mug you.
1: Maybe it's like a body language thing. I don't know. It's I mean, a it's a body language thing. But even, because okay. Betrayed that you know how to handle yourself just by how you walk. I always look like a twat when I try and move my shoulders too much there. Yeah, that might be because it turns into more of a waddle for you. (laughs) (laughs) I um, I don't know. I mean,
3: okay, this is a weird thing to suggest you do. But next time you're walking down the street, no, don't actually do it. But think if you were going to mug someone, right, what people would you just not go for? And I suppose it's difficult because it is quite, I don't know, instinctive.
1: It's called sizing people up.
3: Yeah, sized people up but it's like if you see a guy who's like pushing seven foot tall right i would if i was a mugger i'd be like there will be someone else i will just wait right i'm not gonna gonna mug some lanky bastard you're gonna be like this guy never gets mugged
1: think of all the money he's gonna have on him (laughs) all the the non-mug money it's built up to the extent that as soon as i go for it he's gonna be so shocked that this tiny man is trying to mug him that he's gonna give me everything he's got could work, Never know. but it's, it's mm-hmm.
3: even like um, you know bouncers. Bouncers are all like, I mean, they're all tall and fat. Is is kind? Of, I, mean, I suppose don't have to be fat, but you know, fat kind of works. Just people to... who have a big, silhouette. Hard to knock out. Yeah, it's just people that you that I suppose instinctively you you kind of get this feeling of I would not want to fight against this person,
1: and they're not going to be amazing fighters. I mean, fuck me, you, you get know, know it's all fat people specifically. It's about not being able to get through them they're like they're almost like a an object bodyguard it's, them, like big bulky guys a lot of the time they don't know how to fight they don't know what the fuck to do but the, the point true. is just that like if they're trying to push past they could just stand there and nothing's getting past them and they're big enough they're like if they have to move somewhere else i mean that's definitely part
3: of the job will i'll agree on that one like
1: that time okay. that you Tried to get back into that club and then those pants were ganged up And they moved me swiftly out of the club, didn't they? Because they are immovable objects. Moving me, very
2: movable objects. I mean, if you go for the crown jewels, then they're pretty much gonna keel over. So that's true. Trust
1: a just a fucking sissy to go straight for the crown jewels.
2: I mean, I'm five foot five. It's not exactly <laughs> like I'm gonna win in a fist fight, so I need to be smart about the yeah, way, the way smart I fight best. people. Well, street exactly. fighting,
1: there's, there's a difference between scrapping with like a, a bodyguard in a club, in which case I think you'd have to fight formally, and street fighting, you know, where you're fighting for your life almost, because you never know what's going to happen. Hmm. I feel like I could never kick like a bodyguard in the balls or something, because there's witnesses everywhere watching this fucking happen. It's You can't fight dirty in a fight like that. I've never had to fight a bouncer, but I feel like there's an etiquette almost. An Even if you're drunk. You, you bow. You will <laughs> fight dirty. Like, you, against a fucking...
2: <laughs> do you have to, like, go up to your bouncer, like, take off a glove and slap them around the face and say, I no, you to no.
1: a <laughs> not, No, nothing right. No, <laughs> no eye gouging. No ball kicks. No, no weapons, bullets. absolutely. I've a lot of cunts to do that. You hear from bouncers all the time. People bring oh, in weapons.
2: What if I go for his trachea, then? Punch him in uh, the air,
1: If you're lucky he he's dumb enough that he won't know where that is and you'll
2: surprise him. (laughs) But here's the thing though, is because I'm so short, my arms probably won't even reach it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna gonna hit you in your trachea. they will be like, where
1: is that? And they don't know where to cover up and then
0: "Ah, I'm gonna hit you in
3: the trachea. Oh and he covers
1: his knee. Oh
0: sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. The bodyguards are dumb, I should say. Like, I Shout out to all of oh, our bodyguards. To be a bodyguard, I and mean, he's one of the most intelligent people I know. So, Shout
3: mm-hmm. out to every doorman ever for. Uh, Not all of them.
2: Cunts. Fuck, fuck most doormen. Shout kinda, out your names okay. at
3: Subside.
2: I mean, I don't think I've ever had like a oh, fucking bad experience with <sighs> a bouncer. They've been relatively nice, especially uh, around London, actually. I remember going out once for my birthday. And I got so inebriated that um even my friends were already really drunk. And as I was walking out, I remember vaguely that the bouncer was like um leading me the way to the taxi rank, <laughs> making sure I was like getting to a taxi just fine. <laughs> you no know man, I love it when the bouncers are there, like I'm
3: gonna take care of this guy. Yeah. Cause we've oh, all was... been there.
1: They're the good guys. It's yeah. Lovely. I remember being so shut out
3: of a club by a bouncer. And he was just like, "You've had too much, mate. You're gonna have to go." And I was like, "You want, mate? Fair enough." Although at the point, I, that was when I uh, overestimated my uh, <laughs> my gymnastic capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the the smoking area, and my mates were walking inside. And for some reason, drunken me thought, "Fuck, I'm gonna lose them." It was not a big club, um, so I, <laughs> it was like window holes in in this area but they, they didn't have like glass there they were just holes mm. um so i i tried like jumping through that. Oh, <laughs> like, like you not like fucking you know diving but yeah. you know uh <laughs> i must have basically dived because i just fell flat on my fucking face and thinking back that was a fucking fall and a half man like that was a long drop mm. <laughs> um but i was drunk enough they didn't hurt, so i just kind of landed on my face Oh, my and then I think a bouncer saw it, and he was like, yeah, "You have to go." <laughs> I was so yeah. good because he was just like, "I suppose maybe I was drunk enough to be doing stupid shit." Given that I did just try and do that,
1: but he was nice mm. about it.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, bought- you can bought- imagine the bouncers. There's plenty trying of trying not to kick right.
1: yourself laughing. <laughs> you right. had that had was, bit of a it was hilarious, but you still gotta go. So like you know when... how bouncers feel when they kick me out. Usually,
3: it's just annoying when you hear the whole crowd reaction to you because it's so fucking. It's, you get you're so comfortable. It. it's like i i fell flat my face and everyone's like oh i'm thinking that didn't hurt should it have fucking hurt like should i be more concerned <laughs> for my health how's my face how's my face
1: it's not good man oh i mean, you look in the mirror and you look exactly the same you're like oh yeah no just still ugly didn't fix it there's so many times when i've had a fight and like, I'd be like, you know, I'd have like blood on my face. People like, oh, Joe, your face. I'm like, is everything still okay? And be like, your nose is fucked up. And I look in the mirror and my nose is exactly the fucking same. It's just <laughs> I have that fucking nose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> People who don't know me going, was his nose bent that way before? And my friend's like, yeah, it was. Yeah. I try not to mention it too much. Birth defect.
3: Send this one back. <laughs>
1: put him back in the ring a little longer maybe straighten his nose out <laughs> that's something Jack loves to fucking say to me a lot like if we're, if we're drunk and like pretending to like pretending like we're going to start fighting, he's like I'm going to straighten that fucking nose for you
0: <laughs> I love it
3: <laughs> <laughs> well Joe you know you still have to do the outro mm,
1: that's true fuck me you're right
3: get a little script together
1: alright everybody This has been episode fuck knows what because it's like five fucking hours of audio recorded here, so fuck knows. Could be episode five, part two million and one. I've been your host, Joe Bancher. With me this week, the last week before and the week before that has been Robbie Tsunami and Vincent Fluffer. Any final words, guys?
3: Uh, No. Well, not really. Nothing
1: else to say, Joe. Do you like the show? Leave a like and a comment, subscribe to the show, tell your friends, tell your family. So uh, support us on Patreon. I fuck that bit, oh, well. Support <laughs> us on Patreon. Uh, it's I've forgotten the fucking the link's in the description. Who gives a shit? I don't I don't have to read out the fucking URL. Go to our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash don't trust me show. Send us an email at don't trust me show at outlook.com.
3: And um my word that I wanted to say as a last word is uh... T-tureve. That's apparently a word, and I found it on dictionary.com today.
1: What, what does that mean?
3: <coughs> a tantrum. A, a tantrum. Fuck.
1: <laughs> you want to say the word again? Let me-, let me listen. Tureve. That's how you say it. Use it in a sentence, please. Noun.
3: Scottish. A tantrum.
1: No, use it in a sentence.
3: God, God, no, Joe. I wish you'd stop trying to push me to use this in a sentence just because you're having a tour TeraVe.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's lovely. That's pretty lovely. This is gold. How are we not making millions already?
3: <laughs> I feel like it changed me.
1: Thank you everyone for listening. This has been episode 10 of Don't Shush Me. Uh, quite a serious episode. So I hope you all have a great 2021. This is Lockdown by Jeff Wilde and The Urban Cellist. I'm on the middle of
4: a road Carrying a load On both sides of my shoulders The old hate the young For the songs they have sung the young they to get older I'm neither left or right So I'm staying home tonight But I'll still put on my mask Circus is in town, the bars are all closed down, can I carry up this task? I don't know which way I'm leaning, I'd rather build down walls while I've left a burning bed. sand spoiled by the hand that offers it to me Buildings made of stone left to stand alone so none of us can see what's best for everyone we're not a mother or a son how can we make ends meet Devil's in his suit, I'm ready in the news, that he's living on the streets. I don't know which way I'm leaning, the right are building walls while the left of burn Dressed in your best clothes, with powder on your nose. But do you practice what you preach concerning peace and love? And if there's a God above, who are you to teach? Signs of brotherhood, you built a cross made out of wood. Now hang yourself to dry. Won't give up your gun For the safety of your son For freedom soon you'll die I don't know which way I'm leaning I'd rather build walls Where I've left the burning Now I'm going home Ain't got no need to roam Wife blood from my mouth Lying in my bed All the voices in my head Now they seem to shout Don't come around my door Ain't that what walls are for me go on, get out. I don't know which way I'm leaning. But rather build down walls, why am I left to burn it? Burning.
3: Joe. <laughs> Good luck. Sifting through
1: all the crap we're talking about.
3: Don't include this bit editing, Joe. Love you, man. But current Joe's a prick.
1: Should have said that at the start of the conversation because now I've had to listen to the whole thing just to get to a pilot. But this out, you know, go, oh, no.
3: Joe, me and Vinny both appreciate the amount of time you've spent listening back to your own voice. <laughs> like, it's not easy.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man. I'll thank your I post got... as well.
0: Mm. <laughs> Just sitting there <laughs> in your
1: room, cross-eyed.
0: <laughs> no worries, <no> worries. have <laughs> <laughs>
1: Annihilated by the editing process. Well, anything you want to say to me, Vinny?
2: Just that I uh I love and appreciate you. And that uh, that's all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Check us out, theme song guy. <laughs> it
3: was it was
1: almost gonna be it was almost gonna be a lovely like post credit bit, Robbie saying how much he appreciates me, like how much editing I put in. That was, that was gonna be a nice post credit, <laughs> yeah. and you fucked it. Now it's. try could...
3: again. I
1: can do it again. No, we're done. I don't want any more of this. I'll fucking kill oh, you. Five a.m. again. How have we done this again?
3: Hey, it was six a.m. last time, wasn't it? That
0: was true. It was six Something a.m. last like like
3: time. Yeah. One extra hour. To do whatever the fuck we like. <laughs>